guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry, registered dietitian. And I'm Sophie, registered nutritionist. And this week we are here with one of my really good friends, Georgie Sperling. Hi, Georgie. Hi, hi, hi. hi. Thank you for having me. We are We're so, so excited to have you on the podcast this week. I'm so I'm so excited. I've listened to every single one of your episodes and I was like buzzing. Oh, yeah. Come on. Fabulous. Okay, so let's start with you telling us about yourself and maybe go into your story. How much time do we have? Um, (laughs) As much time as you'd like. (laughs) So I am Georgia Sterling. I am a personal trainer, but I don't like that word. We'll call it a fitness coach. Um, And I run an online membership fitness business. Um, I started my fitness journey, let's say, It wasn't the easiest start, but when I got into it, I started dancing um, and that's what like created my love and passion of movement. Um, So from that, I've then created a method that's really low impact, really low stress, but gets you results. So slightly different to um, a lot of trends out there like CrossFit and um, Barry's Bootcamp, nothing wrong with it, but just a different take on things. yeah that's a summary I can go into my story a bit more if you'd like yeah definitely but I will say thank goodness for your workouts because the idea of going to a bar fills me with dread well uh, me too and I'm I've been a fitness coach for nearly eight years and it fills me with fear I used to love a various boot camp. I'm not gonna lie, but like I would have to like psych myself up for it. Like I would feel so sick like moments before going in because I knew it was gonna be so difficult. But I kind of like like that adrenaline. But I haven't yeah. done it in years. Um, but just going back to something you said, I think it was really interesting. Why do you hate the word personal trainer, and why do you prefer to be a fitness coach? So I think I think it must be the same with you guys, nutritionist and dietitian. I think it's so easy to get some sort of qualification as a personal trainer these days. And I actually think that it's all about the experience you have, like working on a gym floor, working with clients, um, studying bodies, like keep educating yourself, the amount of years you've done it for. I know I haven't done it for, well, eight years, uh, but I've danced for years and years. And I think that gives me an insight into how bodies move. Um, But this is what I'm trying to say. By no means am, am I the most expert or an expert Mm. um I just just think that the word personal trait you can you know there's PTs that are just qualified and they're they're giving out advice that necessarily isn't right for that person Mm -hmm. and it's like nutritionists it bugs me (laughs) I literally said to Barry before we started recording I was like Georgie literally like treats everyone as an individual like when I came to yours and we trained together you were like analyzing my body and my posture and how I was standing and I've never had anyone stand there and like look at my body and tell me like certain things like you were like oh like your knee is inflamed and I'm like yeah like I knew that but like for us someone else to like recognize that I thought was quite impressive so I'm a bit of a weirdo I love injuries and like problems I want to like fix them. <laughs> I'm really I'm really dark really um, and I just want to fix everyone's problems and yeah I train people without injuries and you know I love training pregnant women because everyone's so different through pregnancy mm-hmm. um, I love a, I love a knee problem I feel like I'm good at fixing <laughs> knee problems <That's> <laughs> what about a hip flexor problem oh, I love a hip flexor come to me come to me <laughs> sort you out what do you think 
Um, I just, I like it, uh, but I, you know, I think that again has come from dance. I think everyone moves so differently. Like everyone eats differently. I've listened to your intuitive eating um, podcast and I think it's the same with movement. Everyone needs a different style and everyone needs something different. So it's about figuring out what works for your body. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel pressured when they see workouts online that like, oh, you have to get, you know, really active and you have to be jumping around and like dripping and sweat. And then sometimes that puts people off. Yeah, I think I think if you enjoy it, you really enjoy that and it's really doing you good, then you do that. Um, but I think that this, that social media sometimes pushes us down a path of we must do this to be fit or to look like that person mm-hmm. when actually it's not the case I'm probably a fitness coach let's say who does probably the least amount of exercise out of everyone else online in the I fitness world um, I'm literally the dietitian who eats the like not the not the best so I can yeah. totally relate to that oh, I love that I think it's uh, again it's a down to the individual but also I want to give out the message that you don't need to kill yourself for two hours a, di- a day at a gym to look your best or to feel effing good, you know? Literally why I love you, because I used to, that used to be such a fear of mine. I was like, I can't put my body through that. That means I can't be fit. <laughs> no, no, it's not what, well, since I, so I used to train, I used to train a lot of weightlifting and I used to be a cardio bunny. So after dancing, I went and taught at a gym and I used to absolutely drill myself just to the ground with HIIT, weight training. Again, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that if you like it and your body Why responds you do to that? it. Is it because you loved that movement? No, I didn't like it. I just did it because I thought that was the way to get fit and strong. Yeah. Um, I then hit burnout, got um, really, really unwell and had to change up the way that I moved and since doing low impact low stress and less exercise and more rest my body looks better than it ever has mm-hmm. um from actually just taking down the frequency and the intensity of my workouts so but, do you do you like hit or loads of cardio anymore oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> um hearing that because neither do I <laughs> no I cardio is important it's really good for obviously our heart it's really Mm. good for lymphatic system it's really good for our circulation it's important but I think everyone associates cardio with sort of 40 minutes of hit where you're absolutely dying you know you're you're, you can't breathe you're at 90 percent VOT max like it's not that's not cardio a walk is cardio Mm -hmm. um so my you know I occasionally do a boxing session but that's you know I haven't in months and I feel better for it to be honest um I go on walks I will do a, I will just dance around the living room by myself that's my cardio yeah well, so or like, on a dance floor <laughs> I love that so much Sophie and I actually took a dance class when was this like years ago like three years ago and yeah we we're just like we we wanted to take a workout together but like we just want to go and dance it really wasn't what we expected it was like a bit of a slow choreography we kind of wanted like it was a bit sensual around <laughs> yeah. we just wanted to like jump around and like flail our arms and like dance to music get a good playlist I've got a very good 80s playlist on Spotify get oh, in your living room let's and just rock and follow it oh I think send it to us and we'll put it in the show notes okay cool yeah I've got many playlists on my spot my Spotify is Georgie Sperling okay and it's just um 
I just go at it. It's such a good um, stress reliever as well, as well as being my cardio of the month. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, But I would have to argue my methods online, although it's sort of low impact, very slow, very controlled movements, does get my heart rate up and me sweating. So Mm. it is a form of cardio as well as strength work. So it's not all about jumping around, I guess. Yeah. So talk to us about the transition from like cardio bunny to actually I'm going to do something completely different and I'm going to turn it into a business. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll summarize quickly. I, um, <laughs> as a child, I had a, uh, well, I had a heart operation, which meant that they told me that I couldn't exercise at all. Wow. So me being me, I mean, Sophie knows me quite well. Um, I was like, putting two fingers up at them being like don't tell you what to do yeah. like don't do that <laughs> so for years and years I was like left out of sport, school sports and stuff because I was basically um told that I wouldn't be able to exercise I would I would die or something <laughs> or do very gentle exercise um and then I it got to sort of sixth form and I was like f this like I've had enough and I started to dance and then I basically gone on this train of like hit and cardio, like trying to prove the doctors wrong all the time. And that's genuinely where it came from. It wasn't me looking at people on Instagram being like, oh, I need to look like them. It was like, I must prove these people, these people wrong and be the fittest person on the planet, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just I'd like I don't know, I worked myself into the ground. I worked out seven days a week, more than an hour a day, like super, super um heavy cardio sessions um and my body so my cortisol and adrenaline which is your stress hormones Mm -hmm. went through the roof so I got burnout and fatigue and had to be in bed for I think I was in bed for about four months I just couldn't move had to take four months off work my body just shut down I think it's part it's you know it was stress Mm -hmm. on your body that that those workouts did and also was working really hard like client in client out all the time and so then I, I was like okay I've pushed it too far <laughs> I need to change the way I move to suit me more because I'm not made me personally not made for jumping around for hours a day and absolutely destroying myself so then I crawled out of my bed rolled out of my bed one day <laughs> onto the mat, literally literally after eating about eight million chocolates rolled out of my bed <laughs> and sat on my mat and just moved my body so when you've got fatigue basically you can't move your limbs too far away from your body it just crashes you and I so I did very very small movements but my muscles were on fire bear in mind I hadn't used them for three months and I'd been dancing so much before um so I thought okay I really like this I managed to gain back all the muscle I'd lost I managed to gain more strength than I did weightlifting because I wasn't under so much stress and when our bodies are high in a cortisol adrenaline sometimes it can stunt your results um in terms of aesthetically and physical physical strength strength it can stunt that because your hormones are all over the especially as women hormones all over the place so I did that. I went back to then training corporates and I noticed that they were also super stressed out. You know, mm. these high up execs that were just they had no time. They had 20 minutes to train with me um, in their day, you know, and we did this kind of method, this very small movement, but got muscle fatigue very quickly. 
and it it changed their life too as in their stress levels they didn't have to run to a spin class at lunchtime and um get super super stressed and then run back have a shower they just did 20 minutes of low impact low stress but high burn exercise and they they loved it since so then I put it online about a year ago so everyone could access and that's me (laughs) basically and I love it I love it I love it so much I wouldn't go back to the way I used to train before ever I feel so much more energized yeah I love that so is it quite similar to like when you say low impact I kind of think like Pilates bar is it is it that style workout yeah so it's a lot of it's like inspired by that it is slightly different I'd say it's a it's slightly more strength work than Pilates as in using Pilates uses a lot of small muscles but I'm using the big and small muscles in the body so local and global muscles um and it's mixed with a bit of bar because I love ballet um but also it's it's just focusing on isolating different parts of the body so it's good for men also but yeah yeah Sophie knows all about it (laughs) I personally like I honestly I'm not just saying this because you're one of my best friends but you've literally changed my life through these exercises like honestly I used to go yeah yeah. this is the first time that you've like stuck with a workout yeah so I used to go to the gym prior to Georgie just like for 45 minutes to an hour probably four or five days a week and every time I walked out I'd be like did I really make a difference? Like, what have I really done? Or I'd be like, you know, I've, I ran for 40 minutes, but I don't feel like that good. And then when I met Georgie and she introduced me to her exercises, I, I honestly, like, I just feel amazing every single time I do a workout. Oh, so. I do. Like, and I, I promise everyone I'm not just saying that because it's Georgie. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't breathe. I'm so, I'm going to cry. <laughs> And I will also say, actually, I know my mum will be listening to this episode as well, but my mum has, my mum hates exercise. She's never exercised in her life, absolutely hates it. And just before lockdown, she said to me, I want to start going to the gym. Like, I feel like I need to move. So she would come to the gym with me. But again, she would just hate it every time we had to go. Like, she'd try and make excuses to get out of it. And she loves gs method and she said her balance has never been so good she's more flexible and this is from someone who's like in her 50s never exercised before so yeah i think she's gonna sign up love you mrs bertrand (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah well that's what it is you know it's all about alignment as well like we must move in a um we're all sat at desks all day, mm-hmm. every day, um, ruining our alignment. And we're walking on hard pavements and we are stressing our joints out all the time. So I guess the method will also work on your... I've had a lot of people with like scoliosis um, and lordosis, which is like back back sort of misalignments. And they've been able to fix that from strengthening their core. Mm. Um, and then that in turn will make your performance in whatever if you do another form of exercise, say if you are a cross, I have, you know, people who do CrossFit on the method, it will make your performance better and safer um, because you strengthen, you know, those deep core muscles. This is the thing. If you're going to like high impact classes, say in London, you're going to do a group workout and there's like, I don't know, 30 people in a class. There's not always someone there to watch like your posture or your form and some people are doing a lot more damage. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. first hand I think also I think everyone um 
gets worried about the you know people do exercise for endorphins well they should we yeah. should exercise to feel good to not feel because healthy. we feel like we need to exercise um and I think people worry about if they're doing low impact they won't get that like buzz afterwards mm-hmm. but I can tell you that's that's untrue (laughs) um if you're finding something that you enjoy you'll get that endorphin like high afterwards yeah this is everyone's looking for yeah we need to be or I personally think we should be exercising for the feel good happy kind of great feeling yeah oh yeah if you're sort of um saying to yourself I must do this even though I hate it it's a negative, you know, NLP practice, a negative thought process. Mm-hmm. It's already stressful before you've got to the gym because you're not going to, you're worried about it. You're not going to enjoy it. You want, I always say exercise should be like a nice addition to our lives rather than our lives revolving around what exercise we're going to do. 100%. That's so it's true. Part of our lifestyle, you know, so even if you're just walking every single day, great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think I need to work on that better. I think, so I used to be quite like an avid gym goer. I used to be like really into, do you remember like a few years ago, like the Kayla It's Inness? I never oh, know how to yeah, pronounce yeah. her yeah. last name. She had that like ebook mm-hmm. and I did that with yeah. all my college roommates or my uni, like the girls I lived with at uni and I loved it and it was so good and it was a lot of hit. Um, but at the time I really liked it. And then that was kind of like the only style workout I knew. And then I joined a gym here and it was very like Les Mills body hump, body pump, hump, body God. pump. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sign me up for that. <laughs> oh my God. Brilliant. <laughs> for saying that. Um, and then like a lot of body attack and then I was like in a really really stressful period in my life with like my visas and then my cortisol levels like you said were super high and then um I had alopecia my hair started falling out um and then from there I like stopped all exercise um and since then I don't think I've ever gotten into a good routine because I used to be like a very like strength body weights like hit workout but I never found something to like fill it with some very very inconsistent on or off because like I'm petrified of doing a lot of hit and then my hair falling out again okay um, yeah 100% get that fit I would be fearful too yeah I think it's I think well you need a GS method sesh don't you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go the answer to all my problems <laughs> when you used to do all those hit workouts Barry I think at one point especially when we were at uni I think you were doing like three or four classes a week and I used to be like, oh, oh Barry's working out again. Like, <laughs> and be like, I'm not, Barry's working out. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, I loved it. And, like, I didn't feel like I was, like, getting burnout or anything like that. Like, I didn't push, like, it was only one workout a day, maybe, like, three or four times a week. Like, I would never, like, do it if I didn't want to. Um, I'd always find ways to, like, get my oh my god I used to do this thing where if I really want to do the workout but I didn't want to pay for the cancel class I would literally go and then walk out the back door so I didn't have to pay for the canceled class <laughs> but I really didn't want to do the workout that is oh my gosh that's brilliant <laughs> because my gym membership was like let's I think it was like 50 pounds a month but like a canceled class was like seven what? And, like, That's if that crazy. happens to me, like, once a week, then, like, God, yeah, that membership price just, like, doubled. Yeah. Oh, my 
God. I think all of us at uni, though, are sort of like, you either sort of sit and do nothing or you go on this, like, hit. Yeah. Absolute mania. Like, you're like, I must go to the gym every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, because to be honest, like, hit is really great for, like, shaping your body. Like, um, like on a physiological level, it is great for shifting into like fat oxidation and stuff like that. And so you do get these like super dramatic results. And then that's what kind of went viral a few years ago, these like before and after shots, um, these like dramatic transformations and everyone just being like hit, hit, hit. But like, there's so much more that goes into it. Like what food are you eating, your stress levels, how are you sleeping, your hydration? Yeah. Like you can't just look at a photo and be like, oh my God, all they did was eat, sleep, breathe hit I'm gonna do that yeah. and get those results but I think maybe a few years ago we didn't ha- a lot of people didn't have that like more holistic view so it was just like I'm gonna like yeah. kill myself in the gym till I look like that person in terms of maintaining fat loss though obviously muscle burns more than fat yeah so hits not necessary yeah you will gain if you're coming from beginner stance and you start doing hit you will gain muscle if you're a pretty fit person and you've been doing it for a while and you're not you sort of hit a plateau sometimes it's the same and with nutrition and you know diet it's the same with nutrition yeah you guys talk about that it's um but I think working sort of lighting up muscles that you don't use necessarily or like from the inside out gaining that real strength and I don't mean sort of lifting heavy weights gaining strength I mean gaining inner strength can yeah. help fat burn massively um, if that's what your goal is and that's what you want um there is like there's definitely obviously there's huge benefits of hit workouts and that's why they became so popular and it's sort of mentally um I like the mentality of it so it's 30 seconds on 15 off or 40 mm. seconds on 20 off it's mentally I can get through 30 seconds and then I have a break yeah I love that about <laughs> it I think that's what's really attractive to people yeah um and I think, obviously, working your heart, like I said, the cardiovascular, lymphatic system, the drainage, um, uh, you know, everything, everything. You sweat a lot, which is a great feeling. I uh, also had so many injuries, though. Like, I remember we had to do yeah, these. Yeah, I was things. just about um, to say. I don't know what those push-ups are called. God, for anyone who's listening to podcasting, you're like, well, this is annoying. But, like, you know, those push-ups like, on your forearms, and then you go, like, all the way. Commandos. Yeah. Oh, tricep. Okay, cobras or commandos. Yeah, yeah, I remember I like um, slipped doing it and my oh. wrist like and I remember I had such bad wrist for like a year because of that because you were just concerned with how many can you do mm, in yeah. that time. It wasn't about form and it wasn't about, you know, holding any like isometric movements or anything like that. It was just like how quick can yeah. you go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the thing. I run around like an absolute headless chicken like we all do around London or we're, work, we're constantly working, we're constantly going from one thing to the next, we're constantly on our phones looking at new things, so mm-hmm. if we then, especially when I was training these, like, execs or business people, and they're meeting us, meeting us, call after business, blah, 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 and if we then go and do a hit workout temporarily, it will make us feel fantastic, because we've sweated it out, we've got our body moving, but actually in the long term, it's sometimes good to implement, like, you know, replace those with something that's calming and slows your tempo down massively because we're so fast-paced in society Um, slowing yourself down it can feel weird at first felt weird for me (laughs) when I had to was forced to do it but it's so beneficial 
so yeah. beneficial. So you include like stretch routines in your kind of schedules as well, which yeah. I absolutely love because when I remember when I trained with you and you were like, it's time to stretch. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so I never found someone who's more flexible than me other than Sophie Bertrand. It is she is so bendy Wendy. <laughs> I literally can't watch her do it. Like I think you could be a contortionist. I'm not joking. You could. Um, but I was going to say, what are the benefits of adding in a stretch routine to your like workout routine? Because so many people can't be bothered to stretch. Yeah, well, it's so, so important. I know some people are going to be like, oh, hearing that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it's like the last thing some people want to do after they've done a workout. They just want to get in a shower, eat some food, whatever. But um, A, most importantly, helps recovery. Mm-hmm. So we're removing that lactic acid. We're calming the body down. We're decontracting our muscles. B, um, it can really help elongate your muscles. So if you're looking for like, especially I'm talking to women mostly here, unless you're a man who wants to be long and lean, fine, great. (laughs) Um, But it can really help get that long lean. I call it dancer's body because that's what a lot of women aspire for. Mm -hmm. And it will help you get those results by stretching and elongating those muscles. C, it can bring down uh, like those stress hormones that we're talking about. So especially if you are doing HIIT or something that's higher impact on the body, we want to bring yourself back down again before you then go back into work 100 miles per hour or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even if you're doing, you know, the GS method, which is low, low stress, you've still contracted your muscles. You want to calm yourself down. Yeah. And it's, you know, fourthly, it's really, really good for your mind. It's so good for your mind. We all know the benefits of yoga. Mm-hmm. And I'm I am not a yogi, like hands up. I I don't do it enough, but I love to stretch. I think there's a difference. The same. Yeah. Definitely a difference. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe that's come from my dance background, the stretching, but it's just it's like my meditation. Yeah. Same. The meditation could come in, you know, different forms and it's you know, people yeah. have different forms of meditation, but it, it does sound like you have or the GS method is a very like mind body connected holistic approach I will talk about this till the cows come home (laughs) our minds and bodies are you can shut me up whenever you want no Um, no (laughs) our minds and bodies are so connected that people don't even realize I Um, completely agree if we injure our knee it's all it's to do with our mind just as much as the injury on our knee if that makes sorry that didn't make any sense but you know what I mean it's just we can if you start thinking in your mind my toe hurts my toe hurts my toe hurts your toe will hurt physically. Yeah. So I, um, I used to suffer really severely with panic attacks. And I used to get these chest pains and I would say to my mum, like I'm having a heart attack. I've got pain in my chest. Yeah. And she made me speak to her friend who was a psychologist and she was like, yes, there's a pain there, but your mind is creating that pain. 100%, 100%. It's so, it's, inc- it's incredibly powerful mm-hmm. as we all know. And I think, uh, you know, the exercise that we do, going back to, like, doing stuff that you really love is looking after your mind as well. Mm-hmm. So filling yourself with joy or something that you really... And I know some people listening may be like, oh, I hate all exercise. I I, I struggle to believe there's not something within yeah. movement that you enjoy. I agree. Um, if your mum can find it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
And it can be like as simple as just like walking, like you said, like that is movement. Like if you're not mentally ready to commit to X, Y, Z, like just starting with something that you enjoy is better than, you know, laying horizontal all day if if you have the mobility to move. Yeah, 100%. Even if it's just like you're sat in bed kicking your legs, if you enjoy that. (laughs) Yeah. it's movement it's fun it's like joy joyful um I don't know bouncing on a trampoline or whatever you want to do it should be something that you can stick to for life that's what yeah. I'd say not just like a you know a like two a week shred week, yeah like a six-week program or something <laughs> yeah exactly um I also I thought also at the moment it's so important we're all working out from home well I know the gyms have just opened mm. um but I controversial but I don't like the gym I just don't like it I haven't liked it um for about six seven years mm-hmm. um and I know everyone's gonna be like what <laughs> what <laughs> get her off um PT who doesn't like the gym <laughs> I just a PT did wow it's gonna be in the papers oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, uh, I just don't I don't like the atmosphere I don't like I prefer let's say working out from the comfort of my living room Mm. it's my space it's my like sanctuary it's not I don't dislike the gym because of as in what it does for people yeah I just I personally dislike going to a gym rather than working out from home yeah um but I'm a very sort of like primal movement person and I don't like sort of machinery or um sort of uh external things yeah, that's another Personally. thing I love about your workouts is that like 80% of them you can do without equipment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so exactly. I was going to ask what equipment what equipment do you use then to kind of do the GS method if it's not like gym equipment? So I love a resistance band. Like it's creepily, I creepily love a resistance band. <laughs> I just think they're brilliant. I think you can take them on holiday with you. They can get everywhere with you. They provide resistance training. If you get a really hard one, you can really, really give yourself a, a, a nice surprise the next morning. <laughs> um, and then I also am a big fan of Pilates ball. And I don't think a lot of people have used those necessarily in the way that I use them on the GS method. Um, but they are very, very helpful in terms of core strength and alignment and posture. Um, I can guarantee you most people will do sort of crunches at the gym incorrectly mm-hmm. or not contracting their core Sophie will tell you when you do a Pilates ball core workout um the burn you feel <laughs> supposed to sort of crunching away um in a class is completely different literally and you taught me how to actually sit whilst doing those exercises like the C curve and yeah, I was completely popping my spine out in the complete wrong direction <laughs> Sophie was like chest popping, like a hip-hop dancer. <laughs> she really wanted to show me her boobs. <laughs> Basically. Oh we shouldn't call it, we can't call it the C-curve anymore. I feel weird saying that nowadays. Do you know what I mean? That's so true, actually. The C-shape. The C-shape. We yeah. can't call it the curve. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I just got like an image of you just like... I was literally like... Sophie's like... And Georgie was like literally my body into a completely different like way and I was like what are you doing what what's going on <laughs> but that's like probably you know 
so many people probably do that, but it just takes that one-on-one kind of like focus. Like you said, you go to the gym, you do a class and, you know, the the instructor is responsible for 30, 40 people. They don't have the time um, to really come around and, you know, make sure that they correct your form and stuff like that. But one, it makes a difference, like you said, with results, but like injury as well. So God, now I got to check my sit-ups. Yeah. I'll send you a video later. You can let me know if yeah, I'm Yeah, Barry's chest like checking her posture <laughs> She's but She's chest popping. I can see. <laughs> it's the hip-hop class me and Soph always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you a hip-hop, hip-hop class. I just couldn't say that for a second. <laughs> hip-hop <laughs> class, whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. It is. I think a lot of people, as soon as they realise the positions they're sort of meant to be in, I'm doing this with my hand because it just makes oh, yeah. sense. I feel so bad for the podcasters. They're like, oh, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, so we have our hands like in a little like in a C cup. shape, like a little cup. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, I just think it just makes all the difference. I mean, I get so excited talking about it, as you can probably tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, a bit of a C-shaped nerd. Yeah. <laughs> But let's also talk about rest days, because as much yes. as it's incredible to move and we encourage movement, what about yes. actually taking the time to rest? Uh, critically important, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, again, it's so different person to person. I need more rest than person A and person C needs less rest than me. But if you are tired, rest, listen to your body. I know you guys say this all the time with with food and stuff and your diet but it's the same I feel with movement um there's there's a fine line between sort of you're demotivated and you need to find that motivation because you know there are some people that need accountability they need pushing they need they need to be told no you can get up and do this workout (laughs) (laughs) you can do yeah but there's also like a very fine line between if you're genuinely tired your body's tired your mind is tired it's better to rest it really is in the long term um and like I said at the beginning I've seen way better results with myself and all my clients from taking the rest days when they need it rather than pushing through and doing another class and doing another workout um but there's a I know I know at the moment people have sort of messaged me being like I can't motivate myself I'm working from home Mm -hmm. it's weird I'm usually at the office and, you know, you have that lunch break, you have that routine. Yeah. And I get it. It's super difficult and you need someone perhaps or a schedule to follow. Like I do my schedules now on the GS method to follow. So you know what you're doing and you know, okay, on Wednesday I'm doing this and this and this. I'm going to write it in my diary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it swings in. I guess it's like intuitive eating, isn't it? I, go, keep going. I love that episode, yeah. clearly. Um, <laughs> It swings because, yes, it's great to write it. 12 o'clock, I'm doing this workout. Mm-hmm. But then if you don't do it, do you then feel bad that you haven't done it? That's my yeah. only um, question. So yeah. it's, it's person to person. I guess it goes a bit deeper and it's actually learning to trust that you know what your body needs. And a lot 100%. of people don't. It takes so many years mm-hmm. to, to have the skill to listen to your body again. Absolutely. I think we've all lost the, the skill to do it. And yeah. me included. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it's not an overnight thing oh, okay tomorrow I'm just going to wake up and start listening to my body yeah, exactly because <laughs> you know I've had periods yeah. where my hunger cues are completely off because yeah. of um, burnout and periods where 
I've pushed myself through workouts that I have, have caused me carnage after because I didn't listen to my body. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me, I'd say, the best part of four years of really fighting against my brain and just listening and calming the F down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to get to this place where actually I trust my body. If I need five days of rest, I'm going to take five days of rest. And yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently on like, I would say like a three or four rest day, three or four week. Yes. Um, so that's where Love I'm at. Now. Like I've done a proper workout in three or four weeks. <laughs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. No, it's brilliant. People, like you said, it's that same thing of like, I work from home. Um, I like barely like, there's just like, there's no motivation when everything you do is in the same square feet. Like you wake up, you eat breakfast you go to work, you take your lunch break, I'll take the dog for a walk on a lunch break, I come back and I just repeat, it. it, it is hard to motivate yourself and I use gym yeah. classes as a motivation. That's why, like, that's I, what gyms and classes are really beneficial because you're going somewhere yeah. and you book it and you have to go unless you pay mm. the money mm. and that's so good for some people, like you need yeah. that, you need the sort of booking. Um. But truly, it comes down to if you really love your workout, you're going to do it anyway. It doesn't matter um, where, where you are. That's true. If you love what you do, you'll find the time to fit it in. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So if you love cooking, you find the time to fit it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love, I don't know, sewing, you'll that's a silly example knitting Barry loves knitting I'm you a... love knitting if you love knitting Barry you find the time to knit she does, <laughs> she does. two sweaters three hats and a blanket and lockdown are you joking literally like little nifty fingers she's insane I'm literally addicted I'm a grandma um, no, but I love that I want to learn I yes, want to knit myself a scarf yeah really 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 not hard at all but I think maybe I should make Sophie a hat for her wedding a knitted a knitted (laughs) wedding hat oh god let's hope you don't finish it a knitted wedding I'll put my face on it that would be so funny oh Oh my god God. maybe I should knit bear a little bow tie please do knit something can you make poppy one too yeah make poppy and bear matching outfits oh my gosh so funny yeah I will but I think I I arrived at that kind of hobby as a stress reliever um yeah so kind of you know to decompress after work and get myself off my phone because it involved like you know keeping my hands busy I wasn't just like aimlessly scrolling before bed but I think that in the same sense that I use that as like a coping strategy like exercise and low impact exercise could also be a coping strategy for stress and stuff like that but yeah I think historically people are like oh my god I'm so stressed I need to go like use all that energy elsewhere and they might resort to like super high intensity workouts because they they're they feel stressed yeah but sometimes just, they need to slow down yeah it just raises your cortisol level more doesn't it like you were saying yeah. so you know if you have a stressful job or you know a work-life balance or whatever it sounds like maybe based off what you said that low impact is better yeah it, again it, you can't it's person to person and mm-hmm. then you know at the time say if I went to it was super stressed and I went to a boxing class and I just went at the bag at the time it feels like the best thing ever but then if you get this sort of 
deep tiredness after which a lot of a, a lot of my clients used to get a lot of people get this sort of they do the hit and for an hour after they're absolutely buzzing mm-hmm. and then it, you just sort of come down and you're absolutely exhausted before you go to work the next day that if you do that day in day out it's going to catch up on you yeah mm-hmm. um no matter how much of an iron woman you are or an iron man um <laughs> if you're tired all the time it's your body trying to tell you something yeah yeah so it sounds yeah. like also besides something that you love it has to be like sustainable so like while a good boxing Absolutely. session is great every now and again if that's going to make you feel that deep tiredness as you explained like you can't do that every day and you know go on with your life so that's not a sustainable way to do it yeah yeah I mean there are some people who just don't feel stressed and they go boxing every day and they have a re like really really important job and they just don't get stressed but nice, I'm a stressful person <laughs> Sophie I think you're in my club <laughs> literally like, um high anxiety high stress <laughs> I, I just get really worried about everything and yeah. I need to just I need to I need to adapt that to the way I move yeah and, you know that's but there is something to be said for absolutely everyone on trying to implement some low impact movement into your routine yeah um even if you combine it with your crossfit or combine it with your barriers or whatever yeah um taking the time to really focus on posture and alignment and form and core and everything that's important for our bodies to just like like our anatomy to work properly is so Mm -hmm. vital so vital especially as women if we want to get you know bun in the oven and pregnant uh, we need to be strong down there in that region. Exactly. So, not that I'm thinking about that. Any well, <laughs> need to find a husband first. But <laughs> you, you know, just um, yeah, it's so important. And for men also, men um, tend to have uh, slightly weaker knees than women. And also, and I've I've also noticed. I don't know anatomy wise if this is true, but a lot of men, businessmen will have really bad posture and back problems. Mm, I guess um, sitting like hunched over a laptop or computer. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, 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 so important. And also it can be fun. I know everyone's like, oh, Pilates is boring. Oh my it's God. not. It's no. so much fun, Soph, isn't it? A hundred percent. If you think it's boring, like try Georgie's workouts and then come back to us. <laughs> That's because I'm like an idiot on the work in the videos, so I'm an entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so motivated to do it. Cause, like I feel like I'm doing it with you, or you're doing it with me, and I get to yeah. see it together. Oh, that's like the best. Yeah, I work like out with me in my living room. That. Yeah. <laughs> right, we need to get you on one of these GS methods. I swear. Oh my god, I know. Okay. I get like I get like nervous because then I'm like what happens if I don't stick to it there's no pressure just try no pressure with me like I'm airy fairy here for you (laughs) I love that that's what I need (gasps) okay we've got a few questions okay Barry do you want to fire away first or do you want me to uh sure so someone asked um they feel like they need to lose weight before they can start toning is that true no <laughs> it's short short answer um toning is a funny word in 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 its sense um toning basically 
means aesthetically looking like you've got like more lines and definition Mm -hmm. that takes if you want to lose fat you need to gain muscle to get that toning I'm using inverted quotation marks (laughs) it's basically muscle gain it's muscle strength toning um so people think that they will tone up by shredding weight that's not necessarily the case um you need to work on your strength as well um but I always say this for fat loss there are so many factors it's not just about exercise it's Mm -hmm. majority of that the food you eat as you guys Mm -hmm. will know calorie deficit uh, even though I hate that saying yeah it's the science it's the facts um but it is about what you eat as well I mean you guys know this way more than me Uh, not just how much it's what you eat and you can change your body shape and not necessarily see the number on the scales changing Mm-hmm. if you gain muscle you're going to weigh more but yeah. be as small as clothes size maybe but also uh stress is high is something that you really need to think about if you want to lose fat long term and sustain it if you're super stressed out it can stunt your results like I said earlier mm-hmm. um and also it can prevent you from losing fat your hormones can really tamper with all your body yeah sleep if you're lacking in sleep your your uh is it called gremlin, the hunger hormone? Ghrelin. Yeah, gremlin. Sorry, I can't say that word. Ghrelin. The hunger hormone, yeah. <laughs> if you're lacking in sleep, will come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Um, There's so, say that if we are lacking sleep, we're likely to overeat the next day. Exactly. And it's not just that. If you're lacking in sleep, other things in your body start shutting down, yeah. which can then prevent you from getting those results, like muscle uh, growth you need to replenish your muscles with sleep mm-hmm. and food. Um, your genes obviously play like a massive part in yes. this and you can't change them. There's no changing your genetics. So, you know, if you're a curvy person and you're meant to be that, then that's what you're meant to be. Yeah. If you're naturally really, really skinny, that's fine. That's what you're meant to be. You can change your body, but you can't change genetically how the shape of your bones and your yeah. you know, joints and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, obviously movement and the number, you know, everyone thinks, how can I burn the most calories? It's not about that. Mm -hmm. It's it's really not. It's about finding an exercise that you really enjoy, as I keep saying for the 10th time, you're bored of me now. (laughs) Um, But it it really is because then you'll stick to it. You'll do it, you know, many, many times. You'll do it with your friends. That's a really important thing. Do it with your friends. Go online and do do a program where you can interact with people talk to a tra- you know a, a trainer have a couple of one-on-one sessions because it can motivate you kick you it kick starts you mm-hmm. um then up your your low intensity steady state your list so walking um walking upstairs don't take the elevators like little things like that yeah. can really really help yeah um so it's it's all of those I think I mentioned five things it's all mm-hmm. of those five things combined to be able to lose fat and tone up or define your muscles yeah uh one thing I will say about toning if you are I don't want to say starving yourself but if you're under eating you're not going to gain muscle and you're not going to see that definition yeah to make sure you're eating enough fueling yourself yeah yeah especially after some GS method pulsing (laughs) definitely yeah you'll be hungry (laughs) you'll be hungry (laughs) Um, someone has asked if you can target certain areas of your body to make them smaller so exercises that can help you get a smaller waist or smaller arms uh no (laughs) 
sorry <laughs> I'm being, I feel like I'm being really harsh no. no it's good it's good it's these myths that people kind of want the answer to uh you can focus on an area of your body um in order to gain strength and muscle through it which will mm-hmm. then look like it's more defined yeah but you can't spot fat reduce it's just yeah. not possible it's mm-hmm. gonna you know um some women have like a tiny tiny upper body and then you know stronger legs mm-hmm. that's never going to change no matter how much fat you lose yeah um so yeah no sorry <laughs> sorry next question but yes yeah, so the other question I got was can like what workouts to get um flat abs which I feel like flat abs like, <laughs> yeah like where uh, do I begin abs but I guess it's that same thing you can't um do specific spot targeting you can't do spot targeting and actually a lot of the time the stomach area is to do with your sort of fat percentage not all the time some people genetically have really really good abs um and they're born with it and they never change lucky lucky people um (laughs) (laughs) but um flat abs is an interesting one if we are say we're building muscle so if you're um doing something to to tear the muscle and then replenishing it and letting it build so hypertrophy gaining muscle um it increases the bulk of the the size of the muscle I don't want to say bulk that's the wrong word the size of the muscle if you're training your abs in a specific way you could then gain muscle on your abs um do you see where I'm going uh yeah I'm not explaining myself well I prefer to work the core from the inside out yeah to get this the sort of flat look that you're that you're talking about rather mm-hmm. than the defined six pack that I don't mm-hmm. particularly want yeah so just strengthening um, those muscles it's strengthening the inner core rather yeah. than working the outer layers of the core mm-hmm. where you will see that sort of growth of muscle in that six pack area mm-hmm. um for the flat abs you need to work from the inside out so the local muscles closest to your sternum and that's a lot to do with sort of uh, pilates movements and stuff like mm-hmm. that but again, it's difficult saying that because everyone's so different genetically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one person may do one Pilates move and suddenly get a six pack from it. <laughs> again, lucky people. <laughs> lucky. Um, genetically, I'm not blessed with like, you know, good natural abdominals, but I work hard at them. Yeah. Um, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then some people, <laughs> Sophie. has the most ridiculous stomach I've ever seen Uh, no but you do work hard as well you and you eat really well but genetic you have to say you genetically have very good yeah genetically I am naturally quite I guess lean but yeah also means that I really really struggle to build muscle exactly everyone has their weaknesses and struggles Mm -hmm. everyone wants what they don't have yeah can't win yeah <laughs> it's so true isn't it but, but it's, flat, it's kind of just utilizing your strengths I guess massively massively massive massively yeah and um it's it's also like uh, I know like we've spoken about it's to do with how you feel rather than how you look mm-hmm. but you need to everyone has an aesthetic goal let's not beat around the bush everyone wants to look a certain way mm-hmm. or wants to, to change their body in a certain way and that's fine that doesn't mean that's um wrong to have an aesthetic goal um but it's about being realistic in terms of your mm-hmm. body type getting to know your body 
yeah. your genetics and your habits and what you love and you don't like uh, I guess feel your best if you prioritize that kind of feel good factor then you're 100%. more likely to like your body more oh yeah 100% it's always about feeling good before looking yeah. good always Totally. Always, always, always. That's what we're about. <laughs> so sounds like a like a an ad like a what was it like a women's only ad that yeah. feels good to look good. An empowered kind of. <laughs> I'm your Venus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question. Someone has asked or said I was really active as a kid, but I hardly exercise in my twenties. I'm starting to push thirty. How can I get fit again? um so start slow don't overdo it if you're coming from a place of not uh doing much at all um build yourself up slowly yeah and not that unrealistic expectations yeah don't also it's it's if you have a goal like uh to gain strength or to lose weight or to lose fat you have to say to yourself it's a lot this is a long a long process yeah you know all these people selling sort of um lose seven pounds in seven days it's just not it's just not it's not possible or sustainable yeah exactly Um, so just trust the process that's a really good saying actually trust the process because if you're if you're a beginner and you think you need to go and do crossfit to get fit um yeah maybe you love that go do that respect wonder wonderful um but if you don't want to do that, you need to trust that the slow and steady movements that you perhaps enjoy more will get you the results. Trust yeah. the process. Trust your body. Um, and be patient with yourself. Forgotten the question already. <laughs> <laughs> I think you answered it quite well. It's just basically easing yourself back into it and setting small goals as opposed to unrealistic. Things. Yeah. And also, I think if you're coming from a beginner's stance, then it is... Um, quite important to perhaps set yourself a loose schedule mm-hmm. and you can change chop and change that if, if you've done three days and you're absolutely wiped out then have a few days off but um, I, guess, I guess that's the beauty of the schedules that I've put up yes they're daily workouts but if you miss a few days then you just start where you've where yeah, you stopped exactly um so there's no there's no pressure pressure flexibility within it yeah accountability is a really important thing as well if you're struggling with motivation I highly recommend even if it's like at the moment a zoom PT yeah um a one-on-one even if it's one session yeah I know it's like expensive and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not what you want but the accountability side of things is really really important um even me as someone in fitness sometimes needs someone to just tell me what to do Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) amazing so Thank you so much for all about your experience and what you do. Um, For anyone that hasn't heard of you or doesn't know you, do you want to just tell them where they can find you slash find the GS method? Yeah, so uh, my Instagram is at Georgie Sperling and the GS method is on www.georgiesperling.com. When you sign up, you can email me and we can have a chat about you and your specific goals and what you're looking for any injuries you have I'm always here to help um so yeah good luck enjoy enjoy is the wrong words for my workouts but um 
what's you the word also, when you release your new plans you also sometimes do like introductory offers don't you where you can just oh, try yeah. and so you, you can kind of it's really affordable it's really yeah. really affordable for everybody um I don't, it's and you can do one of the sort of 10 day 21 day starter packs mm-hmm. um if you just want a little trial if you hate it then that's fine <laughs> and if you love it you can sign up to a, a monthly membership and we can we can have a chat I love chatting to different people so please email me <laughs> well thank you so much I love thank you obviously it's so good to have you and if anyone has any questions um, that you want to ask Georgie to send us through um and we will pass those along to her um and then as always please rate review and subscribe and follow Forking Wellness on Instagram thanks guys thank you bye, bye. bye.